Should we start the show? Yeah. Okay, let's start the show. Like the show. Well, so this show is my show. It's called The Best Medicine. What's medicine? Well, you know what medicine is. What's medicine? Medicine is your sick. Medicine is for when you're sick. That's right. I'm Ryan Engelstad, licensed therapist and host of The Best Medicine Podcast, a show where we talk about mental health, behavior change, and the things that help make it all easier. Thanks for listening. All right, so on the podcast today, I'm happy to have Ram Reyes, half of the duo that hosts Boys Do Cry. Ram and his host, Paulina Rodriguez, talk about mental health issues, you know, in a way that I don't hear anybody else talking about them. So I'm happy to have Ram. So thank you for joining me today, Ram. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be on. Yeah, so um, for people that don't know your podcast, could you do maybe a little quick summary what boys do cry is all about oh okay basically it's a mental health podcast obviously my me and my paulina and myself aren't like mental health professionals but it's just kind of like a space where we can just kind of talk about you know kind of what's going on in our minds or how we're feeling and we invite guests like our friends mostly right now it's just friends <laughs> to talk yeah. about their like experiences with mental health issues like we got our friend to who who suffer, uh, who lives with borderline personality disorder to kind of you know talk about that and someone with bipolar disorder and just or or it doesn't have to be just mental illness it was just like sure I invited my friends who were young mothers and how did they deal with that mentally and great yeah that's basically what boys is just like talking about feelings <laughs> just a space to talk about feelings for an hour. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And I love that because and and you and I were talking about a little bit before we started recording, but, you know, the way you talk about it is so casual for what is typically treated as such a like sensitive, uh, serious issue. And you guys talk about it kind of like it's it's just, you know, any other thing people talk about any other normal topic. So is that what you guys kind of envisioned from the from the start? Like we want to make this stuff just kind of normal and accessible for people? Oh, yeah, definitely. When we started it, it was kind of just like, we're both in like, just like emotionally, we're just like, ah, I want to like, say this stuff. Or actually, the, the, the catalyst of it was, I mean, other than other personal stuff, was when, when Anthony Bourdain died, uh, that was like, we were in shock. I don't know why I feel like everybody was in shock. And then we were like, we need to do something like, it wasn't enough to just like, everybody was like, Oh, yeah, suicide prevention, blah, 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 blah. But like, right no one was doing the work i mean like yeah. it would happen and then no one's doing the work and we're like how could we help people who are like suffering silently and i was like okay let me just talk about our feelings <laughs> we and it was kind of like we did it for us too mostly for us but also at the same time like maybe this will help somebody i mean at the end of the day we just wanted to help ourselves first and if nobody listened we would have you know we would have just an hour talking about our feelings and like our experience in therapy but yeah, yeah, so from a, in a large part, you guys are doing it for yourselves. Like you enjoy yeah. talking about this stuff and it helps you feel better, I'm sure, to a certain extent. And yeah. I think having other people being able to hear that and listen in on that is, is really cool. And I'm excited for you guys that, you know, you got the anger bump and I've been seeing you guys do stuff on social media. So it's, it's really cool to see the kind of conversations that you guys are having becoming something that people are excited about. Yeah, actually, that's... <laughs> It makes me kind of nervous because I feel like me and Paulina, we we were going to mention this in a future episode, but we just kind of, I mean, we don't know what we're doing. We're just kind of like yeah, talking that's okay. about yeah. 
our like feelings and emotions and I, it's very conscious in my head that like what i say might be i needed to not not watch what i say but like i know i kind of have like a responsibility since i have like some sort of like small audience and so i'm very conscious of that and that 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 motivates me to like you know research more stuff reach out to people sure. talk about yeah. it and just yeah i mean with the with the casualness of it i feel like most of my friends are kind of like that like around me or like people around me maybe i like spearheaded it because i'm just okay. kind of like open about it i was, yeah, like, yeah. I was just kind of like t- telling everybody was like go to therapy go to therapy go to therapy just because when i started going to therapy i was like oh this is awesome like why is no one doing this like why is no one talking about how awesome this is like well i as a therapist i appreciate all the all the work that you're doing i mean it's it's so cool to hear that that that's the way that you guys can have those conversations amongst your friends like that that sounds like the kind of social group that i would hope most of my patients have access to where it's just okay to deal with this stuff in like a raw but at the same time just like casual way so i that, that's why you know to hear you guys having these kind of conversations is just like like yeah okay it's okay to give trigger warnings but then it's okay to actually be yeah, open with this stuff too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got you got to like face it a little bit, and which yeah. is you know, when I started therapy in like 2015, because I was like, I, I feel like I've been like depressed ever since like I moved here into America, like in when I was okay. like 12. Sure. So and that was just very, I won't say traumatic, but it was definitely rough for like a 12. Where, where'd you so, move from? Well, I moved a lot actually, and that's like okay. part of like how. A part of all of my trauma was just like moving a lot and like saying goodbye to my family in the Philippines. But I was born in the Philippines and then I moved to the Middle East for like five years and then oh, wow. we moved to America. Yeah, like my parents are nurses, so we moved a lot as a kid. Yeah. And I, I talked about I talked this to my therapist, just like, yeah, moving a lot, just kind of like you don't have like like emotionally and like I just couldn't like develop and it just was really hard, especially in America. When I entered in middle school, I, I mentioned this also in the podcast a lot. Middle school, coming to a country as like a new person, like a new immigrant and entering middle school as your introductory to American education <laughs> is so rough. Like, like everybody wants to be the same and you're this kid that is literally new to this country and every everybody seems like they hate you <laughs> or just like, <laughs> and they just feel like you're weird and just like, I didn't know what to do. And uh, I, I feel like I carry that until recently and- uh, sure. And I remember this one moment because I was going to, I went to Fresno City College, like a community college, and I made a, uh, I made a, a call to the psych services because I was just like such in a bad place. I was experiencing like a very bad breakup and I was just like, felt like I was at the end of my rope and I was just like, I yeah. just, and I've never gone to therapy and never like, I was always kind of like resistant to that idea, but I made an appointment to psych services and I was like, okay. And then they called me. Yeah. But uh, I forgot to answer, and then they left a voicemail. And I remember, I still remember, like, the calls, like, hey, do you still want to do this? Please call us back. <clears throat> uh, and I remember a specific moment where I was just like, do I really want to call them back? Like, I remember, I don't know why I still remember, because it was just like, like the a, actual commitment, a, yeah. Yeah, like, the pivot, like, I could have just said, like, nah, I don't want to do this. And, I'm like, yeah. I could, <laughs> yeah, I could easily have done that. But I was like, you know what? I need this. And then... That I always say that that's like the best decision I've ever made because like 
then I had my like I guess first therapist, but he was like, you know, there's students still getting there. But like, yeah, his name was Sam, and like, shout out to Sam if he ever hears this. But like, he's like my first therapist, and like, that's when it started. Where I was just like, oh, all these uh, issues I haven't like dealt with for years suddenly coming to surface, and it was like, oh, and it was just like it was really hard, but like it was worth it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny you you mentioned moving. I mean, you you moved. You had some pretty extreme moves. I mean, I actually moved as well in the middle of seventh grade from Maryland to New Jersey. And I, I look at that as traumatic. I can't imagine what it must have been like to go from, you know, you said Philippines, Middle East, um, then out yeah. to California. Like, you know, yeah. that's so, so I'm sure that, that had a huge impact on you. Yeah, it was, I mean, I moved so much. Like I would just move like every like, I would never stay at a school for two, for more than two years. So I would have to restart my friend group all the time. And yep. it was just, yep. and like, I moved, yeah, it's funny that you said seventh to eighth grade. I also actually moved from seventh to eighth grade. Like, I found my friends in seventh grade, and then my parents, like, we're moving. Like, not a, like, that's it. Yeah. Not, not like a big move, but it was just like a regular move where it's like, well, we got to go to this school now, like, on the other side of town. And I was like, I just found my friends. <laughs> what the heck? I mean, I think it's yeah. just, I think it's traumatic for any kid to just kind of move and it's hard, especially like if you don't have a big family, like when you just have your mom and dad and they're working a lot. You did move. It's almost like your yeah. guard is up to letting your, letting your, you know, possible friend options really in to the, to you, to what you're dealing with because it's yeah. like, well, I don't actually know if I'm going to be here for the rest the next three or four years so is it worth really putting down roots with friends or significant other or um you know actually establishing goals for myself or should i just kind of keep it light and you know we'll see what happens yeah that's like the hard part is i felt like my personality when i was like a kid was just like very like i don't know i just wanted to talk to people i was just very open but like that the experiences made me like kind of want not want to so it's like a constant like I want to reach out but also at the same time I don't I actually read a book called attachment I think it's called attachments and it was like the study of like attachment styles yeah that's uh, hugely you know, right? important stuff yeah yeah like the four attachment styles like secure anxious avoidant and then yeah. anxious avoidant uh, mm -hmm. I for <laughs> I definitely fall into the anxious avoidant part <laughs> and which is like the worst part like we're we're like the worst out of all those four <laughs> categories because like I would yeah. want to and this want is to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you want you want to reach out but at the same time you're scared that they'll reject you and it's just so confusing and yeah. I if this is manifested in like many of my like romantic relationships where it's like well this is this is dumb uh <laughs> this is just yeah but I do want to get into like how casual everyone on Twitter, especially on Twitter. Yes. Because <laughs> yes. you've seen my posts on Twitter. I have. And I, apologize. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I apologize if they worry you. Because, yeah, what do you think of the like those tweets of like anything? Well, yeah, I mean, because it's because obviously right because obviously it's not just you. This is as you as you're sort of speaking to it like this is a thing that happens. You know, people post whether it's memes, which I know you guys did a great episode on sort of people's tendencies to sort of express their stuff in that way or even yeah. just this sort of casual like, I feel like I could die or I don't I'm going to sleep tonight who cares if I wake up and it's yeah. very casual casually said or casually tweeted out 
And I think people do have different reactions to it, but I think for the most yeah. part, people's intentions in saying that is at least a little bit tongue in cheek. You know, the concern yeah. is the concern is for yeah. people who are actually serious. Is that going to get the attention maybe that they need? So it's a, it's a it's a tough balance when you're reading that stuff for sure. It is, and ever since I started doing the podcast, and ever since so, uh, because like before I would just do this all the time on Facebook, Twitter, like that's just yeah, yeah. how I am. But like some people have been worried, and and well, recently, and I was just like, oh okay, I need to kind of be mindful. But at the same time, it was it's like a coping mechanism that I have, and I guess a lot of people have. Yep. And just like seeing, for example, like you, when you see like a Facebook page, like. For example, I really like this page of uh, this Facebook page called like Cheerful Nihilism, and it's okay, like yeah. some pretty. I mean, it's like funny dark stuff, but like you see all of, like the likes and comments, and like you know, you kind of feel like a sense of like camaraderie in it, and like oh, other people feel this too. It's just not yep. me, you know. Like oh, and then like people, and then I would share it, and people are like oh, same, and like I, I, it makes me feel kind of. It, it makes you feel good like i was like oh people have like you know there's people who feel this way too but i realized that like at the same time it's not good enough to just post those things like obviously every coping mechanism could get like what's it called corrupted <laughs> when uh, <laughs> abused which is just a problem but yeah this is like i'm like discovering like okay we need a balance for these memes which i love yeah oh no time. well it's, it's funny yeah because i so i used to do a lot of group therapy with young adults your 18 to 25 range okay and the kind of stuff that people share on twitter is exactly the same stuff that would come up in group therapy and would lead oh. to really productive conversations just exactly what you're saying making a joke out of being depressed or making a joke out of being suicidal making a joke out of a panic attack yeah that's how people can feel comfortable enough to start this conversation and then get into stuff when it's really serious. So, you know, I'm not surprised when it happens on social media because, you know, I see it happening group therapy every day. So for me, I wish that, um, you know, some sort of casual form of group therapy existed, especially for young adults, so that it didn't necessarily only have to belong on social media where it could kind of unfortunately get lost in the the sort of fray of posts and news feeds and stuff uh, no, that's true oh I, that's interesting that like that comes out in group therapy i've never been to group therapy but i well, kind of want to in the future but yeah i feel i guess twitter or social media is just one big group therapy it absolutely <laughs> is one, yeah. one giant group but like at the, but it's just kind of like people talking at each other. No, there's no right. conversation. There's no like moderator. Right. There's nobody yeah. jumping in with, hey, uh, this is going a little bit dark. Does anybody really yeah. need to deal with something serious? Yeah. Yeah. We, um, we don't go delve into it. Like, oh, right, why right, do you make right. this joke? But right. I do love making therapy, <laughs> therapist memes where it's like me saying something and my therapist saying something. I actually showed one of my therapists, like one of the yeah the the jokes i wrote were in therapy i was like uh look at this like is it funny and then she's like that's pretty funny but <laughs> it was so weird yeah, no. like yeah yeah no it's funny i've because i've actually suggested a patient or two of mine to listen to your guys podcast for these same reasons whether it's therapist memes you're not the only person dealing with this stuff so whether it's because you like listening to certain YouTubers or you like certain Facebook groups or you like certain Twitter memes, you're getting something from hearing and seeing other people dealing with the same stuff. So that's a real thing. I never, 
you know, it's rare that I discourage people from finding that support on social media because I think so many people do get positive stuff from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, they get positive stuff, but I've seen, like I want them to like take the next step. You know, it's not enough to just laugh at it, nice. and I, I always want them to like take the next step of like. So, you know, so that's a great point. So for you, yeah, yeah. So for you. Obviously, you shared a little bit about sort of the hesitancy that comes up when people start considering these next steps. You know, what suggestions would you give for people for a next step if they're not ready necessarily for therapy? I would just say opening up to someone at least, like mm-hmm. like really opening up to someone you really trust. Maybe your parents or, or if, not, if you're not your parents, your, your friend. Right. Or just, I don't know, like one of those like anonymous chat, anonymous chat bots. Uh, just like yeah, yeah. writing writing it out and like i know like everybody suggests journaling and like a lot of people before they start like their you know mental health journey would like scoff at like journaling uh meditation which mm-hmm. i remember i did like yeah meditation's gonna help me really and then it did <laughs> right. just kind of start something that just try a little bit you know you don't have to like yeah. go take the plunge but I would just, yeah, so, I mean, if they're in college, which maybe 18, 24, they probably are, yep. look at, like, you know, the resources they have at the college. Even at community college, they have, like, great resources that they could use, mm-hmm. you know, and just, just, just go. I, I, it's hard, because, like, I've been trying for my friends, like, <clears throat> when I started therapy, I was just like, guys, therapy's great, and then, actually, a lot of them started to go, That's great. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, I was like, oh, thank God, like, everybody else is, like, some of them are like mentally better than me now. I was like, oh, okay, well, what's your secret? What's up? What's up? How'd you get so much more progress than me? But yeah, like, what's your therapist giving you that I'm not getting? Yeah, I was like, what the heck? But yeah, it's just, I mean, it's a daily process that you gotta like, yeah. you know, I feel like it's a common thing that therapists say, like, it's gonna get worse before it gets better. And it's like, that's very true. But like, it will get better. It's like, yeah, it just gets better. Well, <laughs> it really does. Right. Right. Or at least, or at least it's going to change. I mean, I think that's, that's the the part, you know, is that it's not always going to be this bad. There's going to be ups and downs with it. And I think, you know, just like, just like you talked about your process with going to psych services at school and having that that hesitancy, that anxiety, "Ah, do I really want to do this? Is it worth it? Because I think your, your point of being willing to try, even if you just commit to going to the evaluation, at least you see what it's like to talk to somebody about this stuff. And then you can figure yeah. out if it's worth following through on or not. Yeah, definitely. Like you just need to try. And then sometimes, you know, you get like, you don't connect with the therapist that you get, yeah, which that happens. Hap- yeah, which happens. And like a, a lot of people don't understand that. They just, they like, well, it doesn't work. Um, now we're going to try it again. And like, yeah. no, you gotta, you gotta keep trying. And like, and it's mostly for you. Like you gotta do it for yourself. Like, yeah, this like I I look at every self care thing I do just like like this is for me like the money I spent on like therapy copay that's like for me like yeah you know I set aside this time in yourself, yeah. exactly invest in yourself and like but yeah with the, the podcast it's just kind of like I want everyone to I just want to like shut it out like it's okay to talk about these things especially men like you know cause, yeah. like boys I mean the, the the title with boys do cry. It, but th- we say in the show, like, boys, like, with a Z is, like, gender neutral because we want to be, like, very inclusive. But at the same sure, time, yeah, I still yeah. want to, like, I, w- I want to, like, get guys to just, like, hey, like, because they have, like, the highest suicide rate. And I'm, like, mm-hmm. they need to, 
I want to try to reach out to them like, hey, it's okay to do this and or like to like talk about it and just, you know, be open and like because men really they don't like talking about it and it's really problem. It just like, I feel like a lot of like society's problems is just like guys just not like uh, <laughs> processing their feelings. Yeah. Like maybe if you, maybe if every guy in the world just went to therapy at least once, I the, the world would be a better place. I'm, like, I'm with most you. Prob- yeah, most problems would be solved a little bit. I'm like, okay, like yeah, that's that's my view. Or you, like, right. You know, or you at least get people to think twice about how they're handling their problems or if they're actually dealing with stress or if they're actually mm-hmm. hurting the people around them, whatever it is Yeah, that that would, I agree that would make a difference. Yeah. But I, yeah. so I got one last question for you. We were talking about the fact that, you know, the, the typical sort of gap between when people start experiencing these symptoms and then getting help and I don't remember exactly the statistic, five to eight or seven to 10 years between when people start experiencing these symptoms and then getting help for the first time or getting a diagnosis or getting treatment. And that, that statistic just like broke me. Yeah. Something is really wrong that either people are just instinctually keeping the stuff on the inside or for one reason or another society's issues, just not getting the help that they need. So one of the suggestions that I was talking about on another podcast was, you know, how would people feel if, you know, just like when you're in elementary school or grammar school, you're required to get a yearly physical, right? Whether it's because sports teams or, or whatever, you just have to have that almost like your, uh, your vaccination record. So what yeah. would it be like if along with that physical, you had to have a yearly mental health evaluation not that that information would be shared with the school yeah. or anybody for that matter, but just to say, yep, I've done this and, and it's, it's done. So I've had, I've had my evaluation for the year. I've had my check-in for the year and I'm good to, good to go basically. Yeah. So for someone who has experienced that, that stuff in going back to middle school, does the idea of something like that, do you feel like that would have any impact on or would oh. it have made a difference for you? It would have, like, I would be, that would be amazing if I had that. Like, I, I feel like so, part of why I do a podcast is kind of, like, advice I would give myself in the past. Like, yeah. and that's, like, going to, like, middle school. Like, I remember there was a rally in middle school talking about, I don't know, I forgot who it was, but, like, they were talking about, like, their, the masks they wear in, yeah. like, at school. And I and I talked to the the speaker afterwards and I just started crying right in front of him. Like <laughs> it was like one of the first few instances of my public, the first in many public cryings of myself where I just started, I broke down cause I just felt so alone yeah. in that space. And I think if I had the resources to talk about those feelings, you know, to yeah. t- for someone to tell me like, yeah, those are, those are fine. You're, you're not like weird for feeling these things. That's like everyone probably feels that way, but nobody told me that. But I think that'd be really helpful. I mean, like at every level, like middle school, high school, you know, just kind of like checking in on them, like, hey, are you doing good, like mentally? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. There's definitely like two parts, even in high school, where it's like, wow, like what the, what, what the hell were we doing? <laughs> like mm-hmm. I would talk to my friends. I was just like, wait, what we mentally did to each other was just like so messed up <laughs> like, right, or that, like oh i was actually really on the edge at that time and one more bad thing might have pushed me over that's crazy yeah I might, well like one of my first mental breakdowns is like because i was like 
you know, I'm like of Asian, I'm Filipino, so typical Asian where it's like, well, you, you, I got to do well in school. And I took like a lot of AP classes, you know, like, like I had like six, one, like one year and AP biology just broke me. Like I just couldn't, yeah. it just broke me. And I just like the first like outburst I had with like my mom was just like, she was like telling me like my grades were going down, but I'm like, dude, and I just started crying that like, this is like tearing me apart. <laughs> like ap biology like high school was harder than college that's how bad oh it was. sure sure yeah yeah like college is so easy comparison to high school like i don't know how i did it in high school <laughs> like honestly like like mentally like i sacrificed so much in high yeah. school and they need the help they're like the most it was vulnerable like most, for that most, and, yeah 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 yep. yeah and like a part of like what i want to do with the podcast is just to like Hopefully that age group like listens to it and like, you know, they like identify with it and like they start doing the work earlier. Cause like there has been some people that like reach out, like, like they're like, there's 17 year old that like, Oh yeah, I listen to your podcast. And like, I'm going to start like seeking help. I'm like, Oh dope. Like, that's all I want. Like, yep. like you can stop listening to the podcast after just like <laughs> go to, go to therapy. Like mission accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're good. You're done. Just keep, keep going. Keep doing what you're doing. But yeah. yeah, I mean that's one of the goals uh, we want in the like you know for the podcast. Just like young people, please you know I'm like twenty, well, I'm twenty four already, and and I'm just and I just want to reach out to like those high schoolers and like my my yeah. youngest brother is in junior year right now. Actually, that's like okay. what we're trying to like. I'm telling him like, oh, if you have your friends to like, if you want your friends to get on the podcast, that'd be dope because like I want to like oh sure. Ask like, I want to ask them, like, how is high school now? Because, like, how bad it's is kind it? of yeah. different. Yeah, how bad is it out there? Like, it's it's different now, too, because, like, I didn't grow up with, like, Instagram. Well, no, I, no. Well, I did, but, like, it wasn't different, as big. Yeah. As if, yeah, it was definitely different. Like, and I want, I'm, I'm curious of, like, has it got, it might feel like it got worse. Like, I couldn't imagine being in middle school with, like, Instagram, Twitter, like, you know, like all that. Stuff. Well, right. I mean, we're talking about Twitter. I mean, I have, I, I've worked with people who, you know, the anxiety is around keeping up their Snapchat streaks. And it's like, oh man, oh, God. this is a, this is a real thing, but it's also how did we let things get to this point that this is what's important. Oh, that's, that's scary. That's, yeah. I don't think I could have survived in middle school with, with <laughs> right, Snapchat, right, right. all that, like, oh, yeah. but yeah. So I, I'm like, I want to like kind of know how that's like. Which yeah. is and funny, like, I'm going to plug something else that's not, nothing, <laughs> that doesn't even relate no, to me. Like, yeah. like, the movie Eighth Grade by Bo Burnham. Great movie. Yep. Everyone should watch it. Kind of like a little slice of, like, what it's like to be, like, an eighth grader or, like, seventh grader in today's time. And I was like, at the same time, it's, like, all the same issues, but, like, social media has just kind of, like, magnified it. And it's like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I can't do this. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's it's strange and i want to kind of talk to them like hey y'all need to talk about this earlier because uh you, you don't want to be in in the college and then do the work then like you could be better right. now like it only gets more real from here right so it's either yeah. you can start dealing with this stuff now or it's just going to keep piling up and you know leading to you know more serious issues like you talked about mental breakdowns and mm. you know all sorts of other serious stuff on on your guys podcast which is which is why it's great so I, I personally hope the young young people do listen, you know, high schoolers. 
what what you guys are doing and what you guys are talking about is incredibly important. And I'm, I'm happy to have more people talking about, you know, fighting the good fight about ways yeah. to get support for each other. So that's great stuff. Yeah, exactly. We just, just go to therapy. I should put that on a shirt. Go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe that'll be merch idea. Like, there you just go. go to therapy guys. Yeah. <laughs> that's the merch, but yeah. We, we hit on a lot of good stuff. I was going to say, yeah. you know, what's what's coming up for you and, and the podcast? What are you guys what are you guys excited about? Right now, well, uh, we're like going to rec- – actually, right now, after this, I'm going to go record another episode. Cool. Great. And then we're going to like – we're going to do it in like seasons. Like we're – because <laughs> me and Paulina, Paulina and I like talked about it. Like, yeah, sometimes it's kind of like uh, intimidating to look at a podcast. And it's like 300 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're just kind of like blocking it out, kind of like because it's also kind of like a a look into our mental development. Because like even for us, this is like work that we do. Like we still work on our mental mental health. So it's kind of like you see the progress, mm-hmm. see the different ups and downs of like each time how we're like feeling. And it's like oh, this. so we're like doing it in like seasons so we get like a break. Like so we're gonna take like a two week, three week break, and in the meantime, we're like you know schedule more people. Because right. like school's coming up and like we're oh like, yeah, I'm honestly kind of scared because I'm going back. To, I have classes start. Oh, I already started yesterday, but the real week started or starts right, next right. week. So we're kind of like okay, we need to take care of ourselves because we have like commitments for at school and stuff. So we're like just scheduling it all out, but we're like excited, but we want to also at the same time, you know, juggle this. Well, right, um, it's, it's, it's important, but it can't be the only thing. Yeah, so you guys yeah. gotta take care of yourselves too. Yeah, exactly. That's why we were taking the break, and we'll we'll put out stuff like we're gonna. In the meantime, we'll put like I don't know. We we had an idea of like putting out the best bits of the podcast for an episode awesome. in one of the weeks. So, but yeah, uh, the plans for the future. We're just gonna see where the podcast go. We're planning season two, where we hopefully try to talk to. More people, probably. You're probably gonna be on it soon. We'll talk about that soon. Awesome. But, Sounds good. Yeah, we're gonna like we're gonna alternate from like people locally and then people remotely because like a lot of people that are like I met on Anchor, uh, that are like super dope. Uh, like one of them is a uh, Ella speaks. I I think that's her Anchor. But like shout okay. out to her. She's, yeah, absolutely. She's, like, she's great. She's like follow her on Instagram. She does these great like instagram uh stories about like mental health holistic healing and just and she's like a i forgot what it was she has like some credentials about like peer support or something but like she's really great yeah uh that's about it i'm just like uh excited for boys to grow and just excited to talk to everyone else on the in this community that we're kind of building hopefully like mm-hmm. we help you like I, that's the only goal i have like one of the goals i have is to help people. I mean, other than myself, like mentally, but like, (laughs) I want to maybe just by me blathering about my feelings, apparently it helps people. So I'm like, Oh, cool. Great. I guess we'll keep doing it. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Well, Hey, yeah. yeah, Again, I thank both you and Paulina for the work you guys are doing. I hope um, people listen and, you know, I, I hope you guys keep up the great work. So once again, Ram Reyes and Paulina Rodriguez, hosts of the Boys Do Cry podcast. Um, where can people find you on social media? Oh, 
No, no, please follow me. Don't follow me on social media. No, okay. that's, uh, where can people no, follow the podcast on social media? <laughs> no, you could follow me on social media, but be okay. warned that I'm like super stupid on Twitter because, like, I just kind of just I don't know. Twitter is Twitter, but you that's can find right. me at, at at underscore Ramwell R A M U E L. Uh, okay. You can find Boys Do Cry all their all their social media is like at Boys Do Cry Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Or you can just search on Facebook, Boys Do Cry. Yeah, but if you follow me on Twitter, be warned. It's just a lot of, like, shit posting about, <laughs> I don't know, any anything that's happening on Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah. but it's, it's, it's real in the same way you guys yeah, are real on Anchor. It's, yeah, you're real on Twitter. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> It's real. It's yeah. it's too real. Like it's embarrassing now. It's like, oh no, please don't, don't follow me on Twitter. I, I would love for you to follow me on Twitter, but at the same time, it's like, uh, yes, yeah, that anxious of right. uh, So there you go. Trigger warning. <laughs> it's out there. Really bad jokes. Yeah, trigger warning. <laughs> bad jokes. Really horrible jokes. Like, there you go. Just like not even like offensive. It's just like you're just face palming like what the heck <laughs> yeah that's all right you, you need some face palms every now and then too <laughs> yeah but thank you for having me on your pod like i'm gonna plug it when when i uh record later so uh yeah awesome yeah thank, i appreciate it and um yeah. we'll, we'll definitely connect on on uh doing some more stuff because i i think what you guys are doing is great so i'd be happy yeah, to talk you to you too. again what you're doing is great too like i like seeing the therapist's perspective like it's maybe you could elaborate on like the process in that because a lot of people don't understand it so yeah you're right i think that's that's part of what i'm trying to do is just sort of like demystify this this thing i think people have built up this like big scary process when yeah. really it's just two people talking and exactly figuring stuff out yeah yeah all right well ram reyes thanks a lot i hope to do again and good luck in everything you're doing you too good luck thank you thank you Thanks again to Ram Reyes for coming on the podcast today. Thank you to Mike Graham, my editor-producer, for making the show sound great. If you like the show today, please give us a like or a share or a five-star rating on whatever app you're listening to the show on. Um, if you have any comments or feedback, please reach out to me on Twitter at EnglesRye. That's E-N-G-E-L-S-R-Y. Um, please look out for show notes upcoming on medium.com at Ryan Engelstad, where I'll be sharing links and notes relevant to the podcast. Again, I hope you liked it. Thanks to everybody involved and have a great weekend.